Damn dog. All right, let's start off with a clip here. Um, a blast from the past. Here we go. Listen to this audio, and I'll tell you. Dude, oh my god. That is from, I've been watching that all day. Jim Fail Nation on Instagram. They have, it's exactly what it is. Jim Fails. And it's these dudes, you know, this is one of the things that I miss the most about the gym. By the way, that video was a guy doing deadlifts. And by the way, and I, listen to that. I, I'm not even giving him the benefit of the doubt by saying deadlifts. I'm, he was doing something that l resembled something that looked like he might want to try and attempt to do a deadlift. And he's one of these dudes. He's one of these dudes who has tape all over his body. And dude, when I see people like that with the tape, with the fucking bionic knee, I'm always skeptical. Now, some people legit, you need that or you got some joint issue. A lot of that is just Bullshit. And a lot of it is, again, just getting attention, throwing tape on yourself to make it look like you're some type of expert. It, it, it's one of those just like peacocky things. So anyway, this guy is but this guy. He's covered in like neon blue tape and he's going to do this deadlift. And then it's the worst form ever. Back is hunched, doesn't get it up. And then he just loses his shit. And that's what I miss. Dude, that's what I miss the most of the gym. It's kind of like a love-hate thing. Because when you're in there, you hate it because it's stupid. But then when you when the gym's all closed down like this, you go, I kind of miss the chaos. I miss the craziness of just seeing someone do. There's You don't go to a public gym back in the day, even one time, without seeing someone doing something where your brain just goes, what the fuck are you doing? What are you even doing? Like people... Man, I, I might have mentioned this, but I remember I saw a guy who had put a chain around his neck and was doing, like, neck exercises. Actually, no, it was worse because he actually had, like, an actual attachment that was, I don't know, Velcroed to his head that clipped into the cable machine. And then he was doing, like, lun like neck lunges with it. What the f... I mean, dude's, dude's neck was jacked. <laughs> dude, best neck in the gym, dude. But maybe... You know what? Maybe I'm the fool, because maybe he comes up to me and he goes, uh, what are you laughing at? Huh? What are you laughing at? And I go, well, you're the stupid neck thing you're doing. He goes, won't you Google National Neck Champ? And then I do. And he goes, that's right. I'm eight-time National Neck Champ, dog. Okay? I make over a million dollars a year TikToking, showing my neck. So who's the fool now, idiot? And I go, damn, bro. This guy's for real. But the odds of that, very slim. More likely he's like, well, I bought this off the internet. I, You know, you got to work every piece of your body. You got to train every single muscle. That's the same guys that do forearms at the gym. Come on. You got time to do forearms? You got time to work on your forearms? That's it. You better have a competition coming up. Because there's no one in regular life that needs bigger forearms. Or you got some weird insecurity about the lower half of your arm. It's okay. Why don't you and neck guy go start your own gym called Weird Exercises? Those people should have their own place. But, oh, man, I do. I was thinking about that today, just how much I miss seeing these the shenanigans people would pull. But I st you still see it. Even with running, you see it. I saw a guy running backwards. I saw a gentleman running 
backwards a couple days ago. And I just go, huh? Like, he was doing that jog backwards as if, like, he was trying to tell me something. And then I realized, like, I was like, oh, maybe he's jogging backwards so he can get my attention. Tell me there's a coyote up there or a jackal or um, maybe a lemur or even a, even a rabid Zabumafu. I would appreciate a heads up. I mean, my odds, I like my odds against a Zabumafu. But if someone saw one, I would appreciate a heads up. It says, just, just, just so you know, coming around the corner, crazy Zaboom. But no, this guy's just running back. I go, there's no point in that. In fact, that's a great way to crack your dumb head open, isn't it? To run backwards. Dude, what a great way. Especially when there, and there was ice out at the time, you maniac. What the, what the, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? So anyway, the world is our oyster and it never ceases to amaze me. The shenanigans that are going on. Now, this got brought to my attention this week. Someone posted this, and this was one of these where I thought it was just a joke, or I thought it was, you know, you know how people twist, and they turn information, right? You know how people, they take the info that's out there, and then they twist it to their story, and this is people that I know that are conspiracy-minded were posting about this, and that made me think that it's probably not rule, or, or not rule, what the, f- not true, or not in the capacity that it's being represented. But sure enough, I go into Google. And you can do it right now. Go into Google and type in mass shootings surge. And it is unbelievable. I mean, this is, in, this is hidden in plain sight. This is right here. Mass shootings surge in Pennsylvania as nation faces record high. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a good title. But then right underneath, you see mass shooting surge in Missouri as nation faces record high. And then literally right under that, mass shooting surge in Florida as nation faces record high. I'm sensing a bit of a pattern. Something's going on. And look at this, even two more down. Mass shooting surge in New York as nation faces record high. I mean, come on, dude. And then Wisconsin, you got to feel, Indiana is under there. You got to feel bad. And by the way, they all have the same picture too. Now, Wisconsin has a different picture. So that's nice. Someone put a little bit more effort into making that one seem different. But literally, I mean, this is one page. You got nine of the exact same article. And they're all written the same way too. Mass shooting surge in Florida. Mass shootings, 34 in 2020. New York increased to 38 in 2020. So it's in, I mean, they obviously, they actually went in and did update the stat to make it more relative to the region, but the over, they copy and pasted that template, dude, they copied and pasted it. You know what that reminds me of is you ever apply for a job? Hey, you ever apply for a, an occupation or a job and you take that cover letter and you copy and, and everyone pretends they don't, right? Everyone's like, no, I wrote a. I wrote a fresh new cover letter specifically for this role. Hell nah. Hell nah. You took the cover letter that you have, your standard one. You copy and paste it. You put the company, the whatever company name in the company place. You put the, the role name in the role place. And then you just go with that. You ever send one and then you realize the wrong, it says the wrong role or it has the wrong company on it. And you're like, I'm fucking busted. I'm just busted. Right? <laughs> And you know someone's going to read that like, yeah, I caught you. 
I caught you. You copied and pasted. And we all know the game. The funny part is we all know people are doing We all know we're doing it. But still, you're like, well, and there goes that opportunity. And fucked it up. That's what this reminds me of. This guy, who is this? Let's see who this reporter is here, right? Uh, right, Because I think it's all the same reporter. Marco Del Canva and Mike Stucca. These two guys literally just copied and pasted the thing. And then they updated the stats. So, I mean, you know what? Let's give them credit for updating the stats. They did that. <laughs> they just copied and pasted it. Unbelievable. Why would you think you could get away with that nowadays? I mean, we have the internet. This is a good move to pull, you know, pre-internet. Boomer. That's got to be a boomer. That would think you could get away. Like, people aren't going to hop on that immediately. It just takes one person in Pennsylvania. They got a friend in Missouri. They go, wait a wait a minute. You got things I said? Articles I did. I wonder how much of that shit's going on, man. Fuck. Unreal. Unbelievable. I actually did read the news today because I'm old now, okay? That's because I'm old. And you realize that as you turn into your father and you turn into a boomer, you start reading the news. You like to know what's going on. I actually like watching the news now. Isn't that strange? When I was a kid, worst thing you could ever put on the TV was the news. But now I'm like, well, what was the traffic like today? <laughs> How stupid is that? Oh, I didn't even leave my house, but I was, was it good traffic? Oh, a couple accidents. Well, good thing I didn't leave. Good thing. Oh, I wonder what's going on with the, uh, the, the playgrounds, right? And they got, they always got some lady, Judy here from CNQ News. Well, this mother was at the playground today and the slide was closed, right? And then they get the shit that people get outraged about. She's like, well, I just wanted to take my kids to the park and it's like the monkey bars are open, the swings are open, and then we can't even use the slide. It's like, I just feel ripped off and I feel like this is not fair to the children. And then they're like, well... There was a bunch of knives found at the bottom of it. They're like, well, then just clean it up. So I was reading the news and somebody, somebody near us in my very city of Calgary Ponzi scheme, dude, this couple got busted. The kits, let's look this up. The kits got busted for a Ponzi scheme. Now I'll tell you this. You never want to judge a book by its cover, but if you Google Brian and Shannon Kitts. And you just see the photo. And I don't know if this is deliberate because they screwed up, you know, they screwed a bunch of people. Um, but the the photo the news is using is so unbelievably inappropriate. It's like him, he's got like this open shirt, left peck is half of a peck is hanging out. And she's holding on to it, looking over. I mean, and it's in a gym, of course. So it's like, it looks like a bodybuilding couple. Never trust bodybuilding couples. Not with your money. I don't know. They did some Ponzi scheme. Blows my mind that people would even still attempt that nowadays. Hilarious. Again, it's like this newspaper guy. You think you're going to get away with that? Now, Ponzi scheme, real quick. I had to refresh. I knew it was a scam. Everyone knows it's a scam. I had to refresh my memory on what this is. A Ponzi scheme... Kind of hilariously brilliant. And not hilarious because people lose a shitload of money. But the simplicity of it is overwhelmingly... It, it almost makes you laugh. Because it's literally... You you 
tell people you're running whatever, a hedge fund, you're running a real estate income trust. I think that's what these people do. They say we run a real estate investment company, whatever, right? And you get them to give you $100,000. Boom. They give you 100 grand. And you tell them you're going to get, you know, the 5% return on this. So you, you'll get $5,000 at the end of the year. Okay. Then you go find someone else and you get them. And they give you another 100 grand. So then you take that 100 grand from the second person, you use it to pay the first person. Then you go find someone else. You find a third person. And when the third person gives money, you use the money from the third person to pay the second person. Yes, see where I'm getting here. You just continually recruit people and then use their money to pay off the original people. But nothing is actually being generated. You're just, it's a shell game. So it's kind of brilliant in how simple it is. It's insane too that it actually works. And it's more insane that someone thought they could get away with it. They could get away with it. I mean, I mean, apparently... I guess I'm not a little bit not surprised because I always forget there are people out there who are just cool doing fraud. They're just cool doing it. I mean, dude, my phone the last week, I've been, let's see the calls that I've got here. I'm getting calls from the U S every single day. I'm getting, what do I got here? Okay. I got, I got uh, Philadelphia called me. I got New York, another New York. I got Atlantic City called me. Los Angeles called me. You know what's so funny too? When I get those calls as a comic, I'm like, oh, I hope this is a comedy club, right? I hope it's a comedy club going, hey, we saw your uh, Instagram clips. We'd like to have you come down and headline. And then I let it go to voicemail because you have to. You don't answer a phone call. Who answers a phone call? That's when you, let me tell you something. Okay. Now, if it's your parents or your, your, you know, your friend, you answer that phone call, but a mystery number that's going to voicemail every time because I'm not getting caught off balance. I want to know what this is about so that if I need to, I can muster up my response. I can prepare for it. I'm not just answering some mystery call. What if I don't got the answers? Mm -mm -mm. You got to play defense. That's the art of war. Okay. That's rule number two. The rule, if you've ever read art of war, rule number two is don't answer your phone. I'm pretty sure that's, I've never read it, but I'm pretty sure that would be the rule. Let it go to voicemail because then you get all the upper hand. If people are smart, they don't give you any details. You ever get one of those? She's like, Hey, it's Greg. Call me back. Now the ones that I'm getting, there's no, so this is what's extra weird. I'm getting all these calls and then voicemail empty, nothing, da nada. And then I'm paranoid to even check it. Cause isn't there some scam where they can just like hear, I thought there was something like that where if you answer it, just the fact that you answered, they can somehow immediately get into your bank and your old Nexopia account <laughs> somehow, isn't it? I don't know. I thought there was one like that. Even a sound they're like, got, got all your passwords. There you go. That's why I'm afraid. Like, dude, I would never want someone to cut off my face. Do you know what I mean? Ugh. I mean, I already didn't really want that to happen, but now I really don't want it to happen because then they can get into your phone. They can buy, skip the dishes, everything in my phone. I'm paying with my face. So that would just piss me off. I mean, it would be a real pain in the ass. Let's say you got someone's face. You got their phone. Let's say like, okay. Let's say you're not even necessarily a violent person. You just are walking. You know, we've all found a phone at one point. And the funny part about when you found a phone, 
in the mid 2000s, it's crazy to think you could just log in. Like there was no, do you remember pre when there was no passcode? And if you found a phone, you're just like, guess I'm scrolling through all of this real quick. That's crazy to think the exposure on that. That means, I mean, if you lose your phone nowadays, it's a panic just because it's a pain in the ass, but at least you know, it's locked, right? Unless you're some dude, if you're a psycho that doesn't have a passcode on your phone, whoa, dude, what life are you living? You don't have a passcode on your phone and you might be one of those sites. Imagine if you didn't have a passcode and you're one of those people with no case, dude, you raw dog, your iPhone and no case. You're fucking crazy, but I respect it. You're crazy, but I respect it. One misplacement and boom, someone's in. And if you think, if you think someone is going to find your phone and they're not going to creep through, I mean, unless it's someone's grandma, they creeping through. Even if it's someone's grandpa, he creeping through. Even if it's someone's great, great grandpa and they barely know how to use iPhones. That's why the iPad is so smart. The iPad is just for old people because they figured out that they can't read small phones, but they still love to show pictures of their grandchildren to people. Boom, iPad. That is the entire premise of an iPad, and it's a smash success. It doesn't even make sense as a product, really. We have computers. We have iPhones. I can't believe someone even had the balls in a meeting at Apple to go, let's put something in the middle. That's what shows I'm not a genius. Because I would have heard something like that and said, hey, Terry, shut up. Hey, Terry, shut up. That's a stupid idea. We already got everything. Why would someone need a bigger phone, a.k.a. a smaller computer, and no keyboard? It, you're making a niche that doesn't even need to exist. And here you are. Everyone's grandparents have three to four iPads. They have more iPads than they do grandchildren. They actually have one iPad for each picture of their kids because they don't realize you can load more than one photo. So each grandparent has 20 to 30 <laughs> different iPads. Anyway, what the hell am I even talking about here? So yeah, I, you know, what am I saying? Oh, things are, oh yeah, if someone, oh dude, yeah, if you cut off someone's face. Okay, so let's say you're just walking along one day, you find a phone on the ground. Okay, you find a phone, and then a couple of steps later, you just find a face. You find a face. It could happen. You find a phone, you find a face. You put the face up to the phone, and boom, you're in. The problem is to maintain that face. Faces start drooping after about, I don't know, you'd have to research it, but I would say probably after about two days, faces start drooping. Start drying out a little bit. So you got to maintain the face. It's not easy to do. And. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I wonder if that's actually happening. Right. In some countries. In some countries where they carry machetes. Around. I heard that in. Uh, where was it? I heard it was a Peru or Brazil. One of those South American countries. You don't even leave. When you're in traffic. You don't even leave. Your arm hanging out the window. Because if you got a watch, they'll just come by, cut your hand off, take the watch. Uh, just like that. They'll rip by on a motorcycle, 
cut your hand off, take your watch. And again, this is something that I think I might have heard one time, but now I'm telling it to you like that's a fact. And as far as I'm concerned, that is a fact. If these guys can write 10 articles with the exact same headline and pass that off as facts, then my story about getting your hand cut off, that's a fact. It's a fact. What is a fact? You're a fact. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. But those are those are machete countries, right? Like there's there's certain countries that are like, all right, this is a machete country. People got machetes, they'll cut you, right? And then I would say the US is more like a gun country. That's obvious. And then Canada, we're not really I don't know, we're I guess we're like a fist country. And get your head out of the gutter when I say that. Get your head out of the gutter. I'm just saying, like we that's Canada, you're gonna you're gonna get hit. If you're going to get hit, it would most likely be by a fist, a puck, or an avalanche. Those are the three things that are the most likely to hit you up here. Not really machetes. But God, that would be terrifying. So anyway, that's all I'm saying. All right? So keep your head up. Keep your hands in your window. And don't get them cut off. And protect your face. Because your face unlocks your phone. Now, this is a dumb question. I'm sure everyone's actually thought about this, but can can um, could twins unlock each other's phones? I wonder. Then they have the same face? Like, how close does it have to be? I'll Google that. I'm going to research that, and we'll talk about it next time. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. My God, it's almost the weekend again. Get your party pants on. Get your dancing shoes out. Because it's almost TGI. F, and uh, I got some exciting developments coming down the pipe here. I'm doing a guest appearance on a podcast today. I'll give more details on that as well next episode, so you can listen to that one. And uh, in the meantime, you know, just do you. I got to come up with a catchphrase at the end of the. Uh, you know, I used to say "give yourself a hug." I think that's kind of corny. So let's try this one. Um, get your uh, what would be like pertinent to our time. Okay, this is Todd uh, signing off. Get, uh, sh- uh, show the world when the world gives you lemons, show them your wap. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye bye.